0: Glad to get stick around tonight for Prime Time action. Hour number three from the South Point, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin watching all kinds of sports, baseball and tennis. Maybe not all kinds, but a little college football in there as well. So I suppose it's uh, more than just a couple. And we have updates to all and some live lines associated with them with Kelly.
2: Yeah, I guess a big qu- uh, second quarter from Coastal Carolina there, Gil, because it is 28 to 28-9 Yes, now. it is. Two and a half minutes left to go in the first half. Coastal Carolina, 31 and a half point live favorite. 64 and a half is your live total. Uh, over Major League Baseball Nationals still up on the Pirates three to two that game into the bottom of the eighth now. Orioles still up on the Blue Jays three to one now bottom of the fifth. Orioles minus 300 live Blue Jays plus 240 and eight and a half. The live
0: total. Part of the reason for that is the Orioles have runners at first and second with one out in the bottom of the fifth.
2: Do, do you ever do you ever notice how I slow down a little bit when I? I knew like a you were wondering. That catches my eye. Yes.
0: <laughs> I knew you were wondering.
2: Rock, Rockies up on the Phillies four to nothing, top of the sixth. Uh, Phillies seven to one live. If you wanted to get in there, seven and a half is the live total. Brewers up on the Indians five to two, top of the fifth inning, and Mets up on the Yankees eight to two now, top of the fifth. you wanted to get in live on the Yankees 20 to 1 you can get Uh, 13 and a half is the live total shaded to the over the Tigers and Rays all tied up at one bottom of the 6th inning the Marlins up on the Braves, two to nothing, bottom of the fifth. Marlins minus 240 live. Braves plus 195, and five and a half your live total. Angels out to an early lead over the Astros, two to nothing in the top of the third inning. Angels minus 170 live. Astros plus 140, and eight and a half live total. The Twins up on the Royals, four to three, top of the third. Red Sox and White Sox still scoreless, bottom of the third. But the White Sox are a minus 180 live favorite. Red Sox plus 150. So I'm going to guess White Sox are threatening there. Uh, Reds up on the Cardinals, one to nothing in the top of the third inning. Live numbers currently off the board for that game.
0: 8-2 to two now, Mets over the Yankees as they uh, go to the fifth. Runner thrown out on the base paths to end the inning after the eighth run scored. But uh, the Yankees, needless to say, not having themselves a good night early. My 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 Kansas North Carolina A and T
1: North Dakota and UTEP parlay has not started off very well. Kansas down twenty eight to nine. Yeah. To Coastal Carolina fifteen. This just did. Oh, there, there we go. All right. A little bit of a little bit of hope, and then uh, Duke is up fourteen seven on North Carolina A and T. So. Hmm. Not looking too good for me. Still
2: wish I bet that over win total on on Kansas. On Kansas. It was one one, and a half. One and one and a half we saw throughout the summer. That just, they already, that one's already in. They won last week, so you're kind of free rolling if you're uh, on that one at least. Yeah. And they're competitive here in the first half
0: with that touchdown. At least it makes it a ball game with 136 left in the second quarter. 28-15, Coastal Carolina, pending Mm -hmm. the point after for Kansas. Just so funny. What? it's I mean, line is still like Live oh, yeah. line is still like 27 because they're like Kansas. <laughs> Nothing is terrible. Has changed. Yes, yes. Kansas is terrible. All right. Let's go to the afternoon games. Week one in the National Football League on Sunday. No four o five Eastern p.m. kickoff. So you don't have to do that rush thing where one game sort of sneaks under uh, with an opening kickoff. All four games in the afternoon start at four twenty five Eastern one twenty five Pacific. And let's begin with the most marquee matchup of the day, Matt. Cleveland at Kansas City. This has gone down now. Kansas City at DraftKings anyway, because there are some fives out there now. But at DraftKings, Kansas City a five-and-a-half point favorite over the team that you are the most bullish on this offseason, the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I mean, 5 5 and a half, 54 54-and-a-half. This total has gotten
1: all the way on up there. Uh, fairly interesting. We'll we'll start with the, with the report here, which is, you know, the Browns. So you're going to look at this, and you're going to see. Okay, Odell Beckham listed as questionable. Jadavian Clowney listed as questionable. Grant Delpit listed as questionable. They're all going to play according according to several Cleveland beat writers. So they're all going to play. It's just they listed them as questionable because again, it's still two days until still two days until the game. Something could drastically go wrong. They could get out of bed and tweak you know the injury that they that they are. But uh, all of them are expected to play on the Chief side of things. Here's something to monitor. Defensive end Frank Clark, questionable. Hmm. Derek, not a questionable. Defensive tackle. Both of those guys' starters on that defensive line, and
0: Teron Matthew is still in the COVID protocol. The honey badger himself. Interesting. It's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. It's Veason's Prime Primetime Action from the South Point Hotel here on the tip of the strip on MSG Glad you could join us tonight. Going through the week once late, it's what we'll do every Friday, every week in the National Football League season. Here are our Twitter handles. I'm at BeatingTheBook at Matt Brown M two if you want to hit up Mateo. And then at Kelly E. Y, at Kelly, still, Kelly switch still holding on to Kelly
1: Bidlin. Still still hadn't made the switch. No. He has his real name and he's not using it. No. He likes the branding. Do you know what? I would pay for my real name on anything that I've ever had in my you whole life. You would have to pay a lot. Yeah, I would have to, yes. yeah. Oh, seriously.
2: <laughs> Cry me a river. When you, get to, when you get to answer emails that are addressed to Mrs. Bidlin, uh, yeah, let, let me know, okay? Oh. That's, my, that's my life. Oh, well, then change your Twitter handle to Mr. Kelly Bidlin. <laughs>
1: then how about that? And then, then everyone will know. Um, so the thing, about, uh, the, uh, the thing about the Honey Badger is so he is fully vaccinated but he tested positive. So the thing with him is he in theory could get cleared. He has to get cleared by Saturday at four o'clock, but he couldn't in, in theory get cleared. He has to have two tests negative within 24 hours of each other. So that being said, he's not out, out, but it's coming down to the wire basically. Yeah, so wow. he's got till tomorrow at four o'clock. Um, but a couple of these starting defensive linemen for the Chiefs are actually questionable here. So something for us to monitor for sure. So everyone keeps talking about it. And this was something that, that we had whenever we talked to, to Aaron Schatz the other night. And, and I was, read it in a couple of other places as well. And everyone keeps talking about this negative like negative point differential that the Browns had last season. And I was like, yeah, I mean, okay, there it was. But this is a completely different team than what we had last season. So I don't really understand, I guess, the big hang up here on why we are we keep saying, oh, negative point differential for the Browns last year. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a couple of different things that went into to play with all that. One, they have a completely new defense coming back. Two they played in three of the worst weather games you could possibly play in, where scoring conditions were completely, uh, com- just completely unhappy. We we talked about it on the show. <laughs> I remember, Gil Gil tweeted the second it happened, yeah. where a field goal took a hard left. It was just basically <laughs> was like, like, it's like yeah, I'm not going through those polls. That's yeah. like, that's never happening ever. I mean, like three horrible, horrible weather games. And, like everyone's just kind of writing this off, and then you look at this, and it's like, yeah. Negative point differential. You know what else? That You know what they did? They went out and addressed the defensive side of the ball like nobody's business. They go and get safety John Johnson. They get Jadavian Clowney. They get Troy Hill. They draft, I mean, they get Terrence Mitchell. They draft Greg Newsome. They get Tack McKinley. They get Malik Jackson. All of these guys are coming in and they're going to play for this team. And they get Grant Delpit back from injury and they get Grady Williams back from injury. As well. So, I mean, it is a completely different defensive squad here. And then on the offensive side of the ball, you get back Odell Beckham, who, if you believe what the offensive coordinator says, which, again, he's not going to say anything bad, but he said every bit of the speed that you have come to know and love from Odell Beckham is, is there, is, is, is what he said. You know, and again, so we're, we'll take that with a grain of salt if we want to go there. I think these teams are much, much closer than – than we give this credit for. Here's the other thing. Yes, the Chiefs went out and they revamped this offensive line, which is a huge problem in the Super Bowl for them. However, this is their first game of all playing together. And we know with these offensive lines, Like, I imagine this thing will be a beast a month from now but there is some gelling of an offensive line and people getting used to one another and figuring out, you know, the different ways that they're going to call audible and things like that. And so there are, there are things that you can't just go like, okay,
0: Hey guys, you're, you're all good. Run out there and just play together. That's a good point. I haven't heard anybody's quite say that, right? Everybody's just like, Oh, it's all, it's all cohesion, cohesion from the beginning. I I expect them to be a beast, but, but
1: you know, a month from now, I mean, you can't just like say everyone's great. Just run out there. It's not basketball, right? I mean, you can run out there and just get it done. That's not the way that it works. And so if you're going to get, me, which I was fortunate enough before this thing moved off of the six and a half to to take six and a half points with the Browns, it might get back to six. If you want the Browns, I would hold off because the Chiefs are a super popular team. Like, I imagine that there are going to be people betting into the Chiefs. I could be mistaken, but it seems to me the casual better. Is more likely to take the Chiefs than the Browns, and again, For sure. all this movement that we see going on right now and stuff like that, we've got to remember, this is these are not the casual bettors that are betting right now. These the, those bets come in in the twelve hours leading, twenty four hours leading into the games and stuff like that. I mean, and and if not the 12, 24 minutes leading into the games, you <laughs> know, right. and so that's when that that type of money comes in. So if you feel like you missed the best number on the Browns, I would just say like sit tight because it's not going to get that much worse on you.
2: Is that when you're playing – you're playing a little bit on the money line then too, Matt? Because I think to your point, like that's a – I think for the recreational betters out there, that is a – I'm seeing minus two forty two sixty on the Chiefs. It's like an auto include on my weekend money line parlay mm-hmm. almost, right? Like, yeah,
1: and, and I'm holding off to see if I get a little bit bigger number um because I wanted because I didn't play it when it was at the six and a half. And so, like I am holding out to see, but i I think if it gets to a number that I feel comfortable, I'd put a little bit on the on the money line as well. I think this is a very live dog situation for for this Browns team I mean if 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 any of the momentum that we saw towards the end of of last season carries over with this team kind of gelling on the offensive side of the ball and 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 then the the defense is even 85 to 90 percent of what I think they could be um in this opening in, in in this opening game right here then keeping this thing within a few points keeping it within a field goal I think is is certainly within play
0: Blue Jays have cut the Orioles' lead to 3-2. to two. Uh, Gurriel Jr. scores. Watch, watch the body check that happens here down the third baseline as Gurriel Jr. tries to score. Watch this right here. Bang! Oh, I'm assuming that's going to be That is runner interference. <laughs> the run scores. Yeah. Just uh, just a, oh man. He's, he might be hurt, too. Look at this. Don't see that every day in a baseball game. Yankees watching this closely. Yankees fans as well. All right. I mean, that's
2: one way to stop a guy from, it is. from touching home plate. Yeah. Real Except quick, by rule, it counts. Real quick, I just saw this come down from ESPN. Colton, running back Naheem Hines, have agreed to a three-year, $18.6 million extension with $12 million guaranteed. The $6.2 million a year in new money makes Hines one of the top 10 highest-paid running backs in the league. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I like the guy, Matt, but man, that is, uh, that's something. Hmm.
0: Good for him. A guy that people were frantically picking up in fantasy.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. last for sure.
0: year. Um, all right, let's go to the game that is at the neutral site, one of the late games. Green Bay and New Orleans playing in Jacksonville. How about that nugget that Brent gave us where they were looking to see uh, what was the uh, hardest to get to for Milwaukee? The most expensive
1: that? flight from Milwaukee was to Jacksonville, and that's why they uh, you always got Like
2: the Packers fan base, I believe, I mean, I – I believe that. I don't know about the financial part, but even just fan base, like Packers are a massive like nationwide fan base. You would want there would be definitely more of them in Miami and Tampa. I knew those were the the cities they had to choose from, so it makes sense to me. And then you you still get them, the Packers going into into some hot weather, so that that will be a bit of an advantage for the Saints, too. Green
0: Bay, uh, favored by three and a half at DraftKings at the Saints. That's about as low as we've seen there. Yeah, I am I am pretty
1: uh, I'm pretty interested now, much more than I was even yesterday in this uh in this Packers team. So Zadarius Smith upgraded to, to, to questionable for this game, but according to all beat writers, he's gonna be able to go. So Packers should be clean injury reports. Saints, on the other hand, uh King Crawley, defensive back, out. Traquan Smith is now out mm. for them. So you don't have Michael Thomas. You don't have Traquan Smith. This receiving core is going to be made up of a whole bunch of guys that nobody wanted. I mean, it is going to be a whole bunch of fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, undrafteds out there. Welcome, Jameis. Play yeah, playing playing wide receiver for the Saints in this thing. Starting left tackle Teron Armstead and his backup James Hurst are both questionable for the Saints as well. So for me, it came together here with Zadarius Smith basically going to play. I mean, again, he's listed as questionable, but all the beat writers say like, they have to put the questionable tag on him. He's going to play. You lose King Crawley. You lose Traquan Smith on top of the fact of all these other things that are going on here and all this other outside factors as well here for this Saints team, having to go on the road. They haven't been home in forever, right? I mean, they moved out and had to go over to Houston. They rode out the storm over there. Then they were trying to decide where they were, were going to stay. I mean, they're, they're over to Dallas. I mean, and, and then now they're going to go play a quote-unquote home game over in Florida in an, out, an outdoor stadium on natural grass. And so everything is going against this team right here. The Packers just going to go about business as usual. It's a road game for them, regardless. It was a road game for the Packers, regardless. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. this is going to be a road game for the Packers, and now they just move into a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more comfortable environment by going into um, into a natural grass field and playing outside. And so. Uh, I, I actually like the Packers side here a lot more than I did even 24 hours ago and probably something's going to end up making my card before this all gets said and done, especially since three and a half are now showing up. Um, that is something I think that I'm pretty interested in here. On a prop side of things, this is just a hunch, and so I would not play this for much more than uh, m- much more than some launch money here, but Aaron Jones' rushing attempts is listed at 16 and a half rushing attempts. He went over this – rushing attempts total three times in 14 games last season. And two of those were 17 and 18. So barely over the 16 and a half as it is. And look, they spent some draft capital on AJ Dillon like Jamal Williams, they shipped out of town. He's he, they didn't care about resigning him. He's now in Detroit, but they spent a second round pick on AJ Dillon. And if they were given that much work to Jamal Williams, when he was there, I imagine AJ Dillon is going to just pick up right where Jamal Williams left off in this whole in, in this whole thing. And so uh, just something to take a look at here, 16 and a half rush attempts, only got over that total three times in 14 games last year, and one of those was, you know, one of those was 17, so half a carry over and the other one was 18. So, uh one of the one of the player
0: props that at least kind of jumped off the page to me this week. Two out RBI double for Marcus Simeon. Now the Jays and the Orioles tied at three apiece. And Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who's sitting on 42 homers at the plate right now. Shohei Otani leads the majors with 43. He has homered tonight. Oh, he has? Yes. As I was saying, Shohei (laughs) Otani leading Major League Baseball with 44. Uh, And uh, Sasha Zverev had two breakpoint opportunities the last time that Novak Djokovic was serving, did not convert him. We're still on serve in set number three, both of these guys having taken one apiece. Uh, In the first two sets. All right, Denver at the Giants. Not nearly as uh, interesting, perhaps, as Cleveland at Kansas City. Not a neutral side game. But the one that Kelly and I bet uh, about six weeks ago when the Broncos were favored by one and a half. Now it's the Broncos by three at the Giants. Yeah, so if I like the number y'all got it at,
1: and now that that number's gone, I think I shy a little bit towards the other side now uh, on, on the Giants. I mean, so let's take a look here at this, uh, at the injury report. Now, Evan Ingram is out. Listen, he was never been a big part of this offense as it was anyway. So I'm not really worried about Evan Ingram being out for for the Giants. Saquon Barkley's questionable, Adore Jackson questionable, both expected to play. Uh, both got in practices all week long. Bronco side of things. Linebacker Bradley Chubb has an ankle injury. He is listed as questionable. This Giants defense, I think, is a little bit underrated. And when you really take a look at what they, if they, you know, play again on the right side of variance this year, you could be looking at a Giants defense that could be one of the like upper half defenses in the league and challenge maybe even being kind of the top twelve-ish area. And they have some playmakers at, at at every level and just enough, I think. To kind of keep an offense that when you look at this Broncos team, well, I think Teddy Bridgewater was the definitely better and safer choice for this team over Drew Locke. He is not a he's not a risk taker. He's not a big, you know, he's he is more of a conservative type quarterback. He's not going to lose you the game, but he's not necessarily going to win you the game either. Uh Kenny Galladay, not even listed on the injury report. So any of the stuff about training camp where he was, you know, injured, hobbled, anything like that, not even listed. He's going to be a full go for the Giants in this one. Um, guys, what if I were to tell you that the Kenny Galladay receiving prop is 39 yards in this game? Hmm. The wide receiver one for the Giants in this game is 39 yards in this game. And he is not on the injury report. And he is not on the injury report. At all. It was 37 and a half yesterday whenever I first noticed it, and then I was going to make a point of it today, and then it had gone two yards up, so someone else had noticed it as well. But still,
2: 39 and a half yards. But, Gil, there's still like another 36 hours before he sure.
0: end up on the injury report. That's right? true. <laughs> like, he was the master of the injury he report. shower tomorrow. So, so let's
1: just put it this way. So the median projection for, for Galladay on a lot of these simulation sites and things out there it's closer to like sixty yards. So this is like twenty yards of value. Where is this available? That you're at DraftKings. Oh. If only we could right bet it. now. So <laughs> again, just nowhere for you go. But <laughs> for the audience, maybe. Just something to consider here. It is a guy that they went and spent a boatload of money on. He is not on the injury report, and it's listed at fewer than forty yards for his receiving total, and Evan Ingram is out. So there's one less mouth to feed. In that offense, as it is, I like that. I like that yeah. prop a lot. I was yeah. looking at it. or I was trying to find anyone. Put up the props, you cowards, here in Vegas. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, no one. As any props, it. Up. nobody. Put up the props, you cowards. <laughs> and nowhere can I find. Nowhere can I find it. But yes, <sighs> my friends that have access to this, just know that if I could, I would put a a pretty penny on that because there's. That, Regardless of how this game script goes, it is, Kenny Galladay is going to get a lot of targets in this game. And so it's, every single game script leads lends to him being able to get there. And like I said, most projections doesn't have him somewhere in like the 59 to 62 yards. You're talking about 20-yard difference between where this
0: prop is sitting right now and what the projections have him at. Put up those props, you cowards. <laughs> the words of Matt Brown. Uh, voicing many a uh, sentiment all here around the uh, the desert. Three more games to get to. By the way, I just want to say this in cl- conclusion about the Teddy Bridgewater thing, in case anybody was misunderstanding. That is not a bad thing, what you're talking no, about. No, no, no. If, no, if no. I'm the Broncos, that's exactly the yeah, guy I that's want. That's
1: what I said. Like, I, I, I wasn't saying it was yeah. a bad thing at all. I yeah. said so I think it's the right choice. But yeah. um, I think it's enough to where maybe they could that, – that the – Giants might could keep this thing somewhat close. Yeah, makes I mean, sense. The number you all got is is fantastic. The one and a half for sure.
0: Still got to get to Miami at New England, the final afternoon game on Sunday, and then the two primetime games. Sunday night, Chicago at the Rams. Monday night, Baltimore at Vegas. And then our contest selection. We duke it out, maybe, in Beaston's primetime action. is now available 24-7 on the YouTube TV Sports Plus Package. Sign up today at tv.youtube.com to start your free trial. And remember, you can also watch us 24-7 on Fubo TV, Sling and Xfinity X1. Visit vsun.com to find all the ways to watch and listen to vsun. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin on a Friday night at the South Point. South Point is hopping tonight. Hopping. We got beers and Brent. Uh, the stars are out tonight, man. Betting and beers and Brent. Don't forget the betting right. part. Yeah, all right. Want we'll to do these final three games here? We'll at least get one of them, two of them done. Let's do this. <laughs> <We'll> <laughs> let's get do a couple. Final afternoon game, which is uh, New England and Miami at DraftKings. Uh, New England favored by, at this point, uh, let's call it a three and a half. Boy, oh, uh, no, that's not the one. Uh, New England is favored by. Yeah, three and a half. Three and a half. Yes, okay. Three and three,
1: a half. Three and a half, 43 and a half on the total. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, Jalen Mills, questionable for the Patriots. Uh, For the Dolphins, left tackle Austin Jackson, tight end Adam Sheehan are currently on the COVID list. Both, they are expecting that they're not going to have them for this game. So they are are going about this as if they are not going to have their starting left tackle and their starting tight end for this game uh, are the Dolphins. Look, I'm... Oh, this is what I'm saying. We missed. There were two and a halves that were dangling forever on this one, and I just didn't yeah, pull the trigger, I and I didn't get around to it, and I should have gotten around to it. And then now flat, that it's gotten
2: three, three and a half. Three flat here at the style Point. That's actually the best place oh, in town for right? us to bet it right now. Yeah,
0: circuit didn't do us any favors. Three and a half
2: earlier yeah, yeah. in the week. I know. It, the,
1: the two and a halfs were there. And especially if you know that the Dolphins are going to be without their starting left tackle in this thing. I mean, like it would have been a smash play now that we're sitting at three and a half. I'm not going to say it's unplayable. It's certainly far less attractive to me. Right. I mean, listen, there are a little bit of questions here. We all think Mac Jones is going to be fine. And we certainly think that this is going to be a really good spot for him to step in with this. Not only this offensive line, not only this coaching staff, not only at least some uh, revamped defense and things like that, but, um, this, this Dolphins team is kind of the biggest question mark for me, which is why I'm a little skittish on this because I don't know what this offense is going to look like now that they actually have real playmakers and have had a year two now of of Tua being able to kind of get a full offseason in as well. He's another year removed from this whole hit thing as well. So there's a lot of question marks for me, which is why I wasn't really anxious to jump in and play this one. Certainly now where the number sits, it's it's not an appealing game to me.
0: All right, Sunday night. This is up to eight now in favor of the
1: Rams against the Bears. If the Rams do not beat this Bears team by two <laughs> points, <laughs> I'm going to be so mad because this is oh man, this could make for a really fantastic week for uh, I think for everyone here in the studio. Rams injury report completely clean. Bears uh, starting nose tackle Eddie Goodman is a uh, Goldman is doubtful. So you know again, Bears team already with a. Putrid offensive line that they were going to have to deal with, in this Rams pass rush, and now the defensive line is going to be without their starting nose tackle. Also, safety Sean Gibson is questionable for them as well. He is a starter for them, a safety that's questionable. Rams have had all offseason to play with their new toy is in Matthew Stafford, get new offenses going, get get, get new get new plays running. This is what this is what McVeigh has been dreaming of. He has had all of this stuff in his mind that he's wanted to do, but he did not have someone that could actually go out and do it on the football field. And if you look at what they have from a weapon side of things as well, yes, they did lose a starting running back, but – Look, they traded for Sonny Michelle, so maybe he's going to get – maybe he'll get some run at some point. They've got Daryl Williams – I mean, they got Daryl Henderson. He's going to be perfectly fine. But really, they're going to pass the ball all over the field. And, and Robert Woods and Cooper Cup and Van Jefferson are all going to have awesome years. And it's going to be – you know, this, this team is going to be one of those teams each and every single week that I don't think you can really count out of any game. Against this really bad Bears team with Andy Dalton that, again, they're punting this game. If they were trying to win this game, they would have started They would have started Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. But they're punting this game to save his ego and to save and sh- keep from shattering their rookie quarterback against an offensive line that is completely overmatched by Aaron Donald and company on the defensive side of the ball. And they're going to do the same thing in week three and then in week I was gonna four.
0: Say, they're going to punt for a couple yeah. more weeks. They're
1: going to punt for a couple more weeks, and then he'll come in, in in week four here. This is, I think, a very, very convincing win. By the Rams here, Rams on the teaser line. I th- even if even at even where it's at now, would still feel very very comfortable in this. And I'm going to be honest, guys, I might look for some alternate spreads to play on this thing. I think I might take the Rams Ooh. on the alt line as well. I think this could this could be completely completely out of hand. Interesting. How far would you go up with the alternate line? I think I'd play him like – so it was Sitting at seven, so they will probably list a 10-and-a-half, so I'd probably have to play a 10-and-a-half. Okay. But so – It's one but, way to do it. I like it.
0: Novak Djokovic two points away from taking the third set. We'll see if uh, Sasha Zverev can hold his serve down Love 30, 4-5 in the third set. We'll come back. Uh, Monday night game and – Debating our entry in contest. What five games will we come up with? It's v Primetime Action. a new lineup here at vson it starts tomorrow 21 hours of live programming every weekday we've added new personalities to our existing team including former professional athletes sports media veterans and strategic sports bettors the perfect alchemy for a sports betting network all of that at vson starting tomorrow kelly you excited you excited for all
2: that to go down oh yeah absolutely we got a we got a lot of work to do to get it ready, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, we got a, brain, a bunch of new hosts, bunch of new shows. You're going to see all different kind of style things going on.
0: I think I just witnessed the longest rally I've ever seen in my life. They, they almost passed out. Uh, that lasted our entire break, <laughs> and Zverev ultimately gets the point. 53 shots. 53 shots, but it's still down. Uh, still, still has to make up one. 30, 40. Off the top of my head, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember anything yeah. that long. Off the top before. of my head, I don't remember one longer than that. 53, is that what it said? Yeah. It just went on and on and on. Still 34, still a set point. The third set point for Novak Djokovic with Zverev serving, and they are just gassed, and he will get to see a second serve. All right, let's get to the business at hand. This This is fun. This is fun. So this is the first time, in case you're wondering what we're talking about here, uh, the Primetime Action Crew, me, Matt, and Kelly, we have all decided to put together a collective Contest entry into Circa Millions 3. It's a $1,000 entry. Uh, if you recall the night where I had exactly 333 United States dollars in my pocket, we viewed that as a sign, and we told everybody else, don't bother playing because clearly we're going to be the winners. They signed up anyway.
1: They signed up the anyway. The overlay's almost gone. <laughs> I don't understand it.
0: And no, Novak Djokovic wins the second set. Um, and hypes up the crowd. Okay, he's up two sets to one. So, um, we're in Circa Million, and what we've decided is we're all going to do our five selections to ourselves. We're not going to throw it into the mix until we've all completed our five in our own little world, and then we get them together, and we see if any of them match, mm-hmm. all three, they're automatically entered into our top five picks of the week. If two of us have it, it's going to take a lot for the third person yeah. to talk us off that, and if and then there's going to be a lot of single votes. So here's what happened. It turns out that all three of us had the Vikings minus three at Cincinnati, and all of us had the Rams minus seven-and-a-half hosting on Sunday night the Chicago Bears. So those will be two of our picks.
1: I have no um... – And I have no argument with y'all's Falcons minus three. All
2: right. Okay. So, so no. There you
1: go. I have no argument with that. So, those three can make the card. Okay. uh,
2: By the way, though, real quick. Rams minus seven and a half. We've all got it. We've got it tied into a billion teasers. Is it your favorite contest play, though, of the week at seven and a half? No, I mean, here's what yeah. m- most of mine fall into like, the category that interesting? of. That's going to happen a lot. The lesser
0: of evils. Right,
2: no, me too. Yeah. Me too. But isn't that funny where, like I, w- like, I think that's important for the audience, where you see all three of us on there yeah. as a contest pick. It's not my favorite contest pick. Probably the Vikings would be, I guess. But, like, th- I think that's going to happen a lot of weeks. Yeah. I think it could be a beatdown. Okay,
0: And so that people understand, just because they're contest picks does not mean that we are actually betting them. This is a different kind of endeavor. We know people, uh, James Salinas, Las Vegas, Chris, who are spectacular contest players, doesn't necessarily mean that they're betting all their stuff. Uh, It's just a different discipline. So the Vikings and Rams, we had them all three. Matt does not show an objection to the Falcons minus three against the Eagles. The contest number was three, and uh, that's the static number that's given on Wednesday. So that's a pick as well. And now we get to debate the other... Two, who wants to start? Who who was the one who had the Steelers plus six and a half?
2: Not was, I. That was me. I feel like that's going to be crossed off immediately because don't you have you have Bills in a teaser? I do. Right. Well, let me. I just don't like the pick in general. Like I, I, I kind of laid out why I didn't. Oh, I, that's fine. Let's move along because I think that that there's only one on here that's not mine that I I think I have an issue I have a problem with. So I'm fine moving on from. Who there. had the Raiders plus four? That was me. I put them all in order. I okay.
0: Think. So you're Raiders plus four?
2: Raiders plus four. I just don't. I don't. I, I. think this Ravens team coming into Las Vegas on Monday night is a bit in shambles with this running game. I think we're going to see an out-of-sorts Ravens game. I think it's a good spot for the Raiders catching four points. I like it.
0: Okay, let me go back to the bottom, too, because those are me. We'll we'll leave your three in the middle, Matt, for last. I have the Panthers minus three and a half just because it was getting the best of the spread. No other reason. The contest number was the lowest than you'll see in any market. So I just played that one that way. The Patriots, which is the worst of what we've seen. We just talked about how you could have gotten two and a half and even three. I still have so much conviction on that game that I think I'd put it on my personal one, but that was the that was the fifth that I wanted to throw in. there. So
2: I will say the only I, when I said there was only one I I would kind of object to it was probably Carolina, but you're right from a number sense yes. it makes sense. Yeah, I I
0: just the mechanical the Patriots
2: I would be fine playing like you said we're getting a horrible number, but we mm-hmm. all seemingly like that side. Well, actually I don't know right you those, Matt, you were a little bit more up in the air on it. Those are the reasons for those two.
1: Yeah, um, so the the middle three are mine uh, Brown. Plus six, which again I, I personally bet at six and a half, so I have, I have financial interest in that game. Seahawks minus three, which I personally bet at two and a half, so I have financial interest in that game as well. Cardinals plus three. I figure I'm never getting Cardinals plus three home with you y'all, so we can probably just eliminate that one because that's just you know again I understand that's a weird game. <laughs> it is. Whack. That's such a coin flip. Yeah. That's me. a weird game with the Titans. I figure
2: that one's never getting home. Uh, the other I two. I don't know. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't fight it. Compl- I'm not using one of my two vetoes on it. No, for sure not. <laughs> um, no one's using a veto this week.
1: Seahawks. Yeah. Seahawks minus three. Listen it, again. I, I think the three could be short on the Seahawks against this Colts team. I, I will not, go ahead and let's s- go. Let's go Seahawks oh, no. minus three. Oh, I was going to
2: say I'll go ahead and second that one. Yeah. Okay. We, yeah. we both second it right I'll away. I'll
1: back down on that one. All right. So Seahawks we got four minus now. three. Yeah. We got four, so it's one 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 left.
0: Um, I don't
1: hate. Listen, I do not hate the Patriots three and a half. Um, I think that one is certainly viable. Um, it, of of the ones that are out there. Let's let's it, take a look it, at the it,
2: whole thing real quick.
1: <laughs> well, we can't <laughs> no, let's not do Cat that let let's g-
2: do that. Let's lock <laughs> it in. <laughs> uh, we
0: can't change now. No, no. Pull that down cuz it's just going to confuse us. All right. Okay. Um here's the thing. Bill Belichick, opening day, Mac Jones, he's he's no longer with Cam Newton. Um we like Brian Flores as a coach, but Bill Belichick is Bill Belichick. It's a home game for the Patriots. I Boy, I just getting the defensive players back of all of those. And I'm wondering if it'll be contrarian. I wonder if since it's
2: three and and a half half
1: in the contest, people will play. It will play the Dolphins. I wonder if that'll be a a decent little contrarian play as well.
2: Yeah, that's probably a good point.
1: You know the weird one that I actually had on my list and then scratched off was, which it doesn't matter now. We're not going to put, but was, was the Niners and the, laying the laying the seven and a half with the Niners against the Lions? Like that
2: was the other one that I I thought about it. I yeah. Yeah, none of us actually ended up putting that one down, huh? It probably yeah. it probably would have been six or seven on each of ours, yeah. Because yeah. we don't want to have two seven and a halves or two. Yeah, we don't want that. All right, on the so same. Steelers are out, Cardinals are out, Seahawks are in. That leaves
1: Raiders, Browns, Panthers, Patriots. Kelly doesn't like the Panthers. I'm fine with the. Uh, with the Patriots being an option. Um, I don't think either one of you guys are, are really wanting to bet against the Chiefs. Raiders so. and Browns seems too volatile to me. I was gonna say I, I don't think either I don't think either one of y'all are, are in the market of trying to bet against the Chiefs. So Browns with plus six, I can see that feels being gone. Feels like the Patriots by default. You good with Patriots? I'm good with Patriots, yep. There it
0: is. There it's it is. We'll no, review it on the other on the other side. No fisticuffs were thrown. We'll review it on the other side, as Matt said. Coming back on Vicence Primetime Action.
1: We're down to the 5 few copies of the NFL betting guide. It is out now. We have profiles on every single team. All of our experts chip in. Season win totals, division finishes, player awards, everything you can bet on all the markets that are out there. VEASAN.com slash subscribe when we get down to 10 copies. Gil is going to autograph the last 10 copies. One of you will get a lucky one with a lipstick kiss on it. You should get it right now. $19.99. You can also sign up for a a free trial as well while you're over there we highly suggest it one day they're going to ask our opinions gill it's going to be great it's going to be great no it's no no, no you, know what, you, know what, you know what you know what get the guide and then tune into the show to get our opinions there you go there we go All right. there we have it
0: thanks for coming inside the love zone get ready now for some true slow gems. <laughs> <laughs> Never not funny.
2: Never not funny. Who was that guy? Uh, you're beginning to cringe, though. That was a cringe face while it was playing. <laughs> <That's> so funny. <laughs> you were laughing hysterically the first few times we played. Now you just cringe. It, with it was
0: because we had Danielle in here, and then you would do the imitation. Now it's just cringe. <laughs> Total cringe. That was me, uh, I don't know, 25 years ago, something like that. Uh, Okay, a little less, actually, 20 years ago. Um, This is the segment where we really tell you what we love this weekend, betting-wise, across the sports betting landscape. I will start, and these are all backed up by bets. Um, That's why we love them, because that's how we are. It's kind of people we are. Emma Raducanu, the British sensation, who, if you remember at Wimbledon, uh, got pretty far, but then sort of had a breathing episode on center court, had to pull out of that tournament. Well, no breathing episodes at Flushing Meadows. I've bet on her four times to success in her six matches thus far, all at plus money. She's a favorite. Against Layla Fernandez. I have taken her again. Emma Raducano inside the Love Zone. That is my first rose. I hope, you know what? I hope she wins for you because I have no skin in the game. Okay. Thank you. I I appreciate that. All right. Oh, we're just going to go with mine as well. Daniil Medvedev. Uh, I have a futures play on him plus 575 from prior to the the tournament, the U.S. Open. So he also receives a rose. Want to get it done now? We don't know yet if he's playing Djokovic or Zverev, but either way, Medvedev trying to get his first Slam, and with that, he will cash a wager for me and for Matt, which we'll find out later. And finally, inside the Love Zone, uh, three NFL teams. These were all tied in with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the teaser leg that did get home. Uh, for us last night, those of us who had it at seven and a half and teased at six points. Well, that means it's one and a half and the Bucks won by two. So for me, it's tied in with the Niners against the Lions. tease that down to uh, one and a half. Rams, same deal against the Bears and the Bills, basically just to win that ball game against Pittsburgh. So love zone for those three as well. Same for me on the
1: tennis side of things. Gil and and I will be rooting alongside each other here. I don't think I'm going to have both sides. (laughs) this one (laughs) unfortunately
0: you don't know it is crazy what this guy does he loses the first set and then he just rips your soul out he he takes your legs and then he rips your soul it's amazing he's like you're the second or third but you know in Zverev's case you're a top five player watch what I do to you now I'm gonna let you win this
1: first set and then I'm gonna show you who's boss and that is exactly what's six two six four and then just looking in control here as well so uh, I it, we'll hope that Medvedev gets home. I'll at least have one of the guys in the finals. And uh, at a nice little ticket. not the not the near as good a number as Gil got, but I'll take the one that I got. On the football side of things this week, uh, like I said, um, when we were talking the contest picks, I have Seattle at two and a half. Really, really, really think that that number's short on them. I, I There's a couple of different things. And, again, the injury report today kind of just backs this up even more. With Xavier Rhodes being out, I think that this secondary is going to have a real tough time with what's going on in the passing game with Seattle. Um, Rams, 49ers, both of them are teaser legs that are tied into last night's what should we call that a thriller for us it was a thriller for us anyway it was it was was
0: a fun football game either way
1: thriller for us I Uh, had a good time time first leg gets home with the Bucks on the last second field goal so still live on the Rams minus a point and a half and the 49ers at minus a point so really just kind of need them to win but uh, point and a half point on them and then the Browns I took the six and a half Um, I am bullish on the Browns, and as much as I've talked about them over the last two months, if I didn't play them in the first game of the year, I would be a fraud, and I'm not a fraud. <laughs> I'm playing them at the six and a half. Fraudulent. I think that this thing is going to be pretty close. I think that this game could end up coming down to the kind of the final thing, and listen. It is not a it is it is not a small thing if Tyron Matthew can't play in this game. I mean like he is a playmaker in that secondary. He's a really really good tackler. It is not a small thing if he can't play. So another thing to monitor as we head into the weekend.
0: No one calls you a fraud Matt Brown. No Not one. a fraud, nobody. All right. Blonde-headed loser on the
1: thi- on the on the list of things that are <laughs> happening on the show. But former athletes, betting experts,
2: uh, whatever sports personalities, blonde-headed losers, all that. But like yes, I'm, hey, I'm not with a you. Fraud. I'm with you on that one, man. It's cool. Yes. It's cool. All right. What I'm loving is uh, the 49ers and the Rams too cuz if uh, if, I, if I if we don't share the love with the boys, it's going to be an ugly weekend. That's that's for sure. Uh, Rams uh I have tied into five teasers at this point, Uh, so it is really, really could be ugly if uh, that one, that side doesn't get home. Uh, The only other thing that you don't see on my my bets for this weekend is I did make a Packers 49ers money line parlay, so that's a little bit more uh, 49ers uh, uh, action in there, so really loving those two sides to uh, get home this week to uh, make it a big, big opening weekend. And uh, otherwise, it's going to be real, real bad. Uh, my next one i got inside the love zone here. Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews. Matt, you brought up a great point last night on the show about Mark Andrews' player props in that game. And that is one that... I- I'm just waiting for them to release some numbers out here in Vegas, which might have to we might have to wait until Sunday at noon to uh, to see that. But um, Mark ridiculous. Andrews, I, he was at fifty six and a half receiving yards on DraftKings earlier today when I checked that out. Four and a half receptions was his number, juiced way to the over. People got on that oh, yeah, one. I was going to say. I mean, I imagine people hammered that
1: early and often, and we were yeah we were unable to get this. So, when it does get listed here, it'll be six and a half or something.
2: The so. more what I think about this game, man. I, I think I think the Ravens, one of their best strategies is going to be to try to spread this out a little bit wider with wide receivers. I, I mean, I don't know how you're gonna plug in some of these running backs that haven't been there at all. So I think it's gonna be a lot of Lamar Jackson having to pass A, but B tucking and running. So I think Lamar Jackson. Rushing attempts, if you could find maybe not, maybe not yardage, Matt, because you would think the Raiders are going to be keying on him, but like something like a an over on rush attempts, I could easily see as a good bet for that. It, I know they have the, those markets on the East Coast, I don't think we're gonna be able to find that one, period, here in town. But then, Mark Andrews, like you said last night, it says go to target, I think over on receptions and receiving yards, and Mark Andrews for that game, uh, it could be it could be a fantastic bet. It's not one that I've made yet. Yet, but I'm looking at bets for both of those guys heading into that Monday night football game here between the Ravens and the Raiders. Uh, I think there's a good opportunity there. I just don't know how the Ravens are going to come out and play this game. And that is the love zone. It's, love zone. It's, it's hard to cover
1: loving time. on this week, and really and truly, the Rams don't blow this. Don't like,
2: yes. yeah, Do just get it done Rams. against the Bears. It Please. would be a, such like, a disheartening start to week one. Yeah, get it, get it done against the Bears. Uh, just, Especially since we all got home last night. I mean, you guys didn't have your yep. straight sides, but those teasers, like like we exchanged on the text messages, you were uh, ha- happy.
0: Oh, that was in Djokovic. They called that in. Oh, I thought we had a break point. Sorry, you guys You'll doing point a show off this time?
2: Me and Matt are both like dogs. We're like, what's he playing <laughs> <pointing> at?
0: Question. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now that this, uh, now that this line has gotten to a point and a half on Washington, would the Chargers be a teaser
0: leg for you? Do you think? Do you? Oh yeah. Kelly was doing it right. You were toggling back when they were back.
2: You, we were going to yeah. do the whole. I, thing. Mean, I played them at six and a half because when I played them when they were at one. Um, you know, luckily seems like this should be a close. Me game. too. It I, I like
0: Washington. Look, I'm a Washington guy. I would 100 percent teaser like the Chargers.
2: Yeah. I don't do yeah. this unless I think obviously unless no. I think there's a good chance of both sides hitting. But yeah. I love that one this week. That, that, cur-
0: I, that Curtis Samuel thing is huge.
2: Huge. 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 Between that and then, I mean, I mean, honestly, I was more. You know, think about this two days ago when Austin Eckler injury stuff started to come out. I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I like the one side of this teaser, but then, I mean, they're both dealing with significant offensive injuries, so I mean, I think this could be, especially if Eckler, I mean, if he doesn't come in you know, anywhere close to 100% Matt, like this could be a A lower scoring game that you would think, especially if the Chargers offense isn't going to work. We already know how good the defense is on on the Washington side of the ball. Uh, No Curtis Samuel from that. This could be a lower scoring tight game. Uh, I think that's very possible. All right, Gil,
1: I'm removing this game because it's your team, and I'm removing the the obvious answer, which is Chiefs-Browns. What is your favorite game of the week? What's the game are you most excited about?
0: Uh, Now that the Patriots are three and a half, not that anymore. That would have been the answer. I'm uh, talking about as a fan to oh, watch. Oh, removing the Chiefs? Yeah, removing Chiefs, Browns
1: because that's the obvious answer. And
0: removing chargers yeah. Washington because I'm biased. Uh, I think, first of all, that's an excellent question. Just really, from a, just from a fan standpoint, um, I think I would lean towards. Um, it, it's a it's a toss up between Steelers Bills because I'm intrigued about that. Same. So that's mine. That's, that's yours. Yeah. It, it was between that and. Uh, and Dolphins Patriots for me, but I, but oh, both of those games. Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah.
1: okay. So if I, if, both of those te- both of those games, we should add the Like the reason we're intrigued is because there are so many different yes. rookie quarterback Bill Belichick. Does Tua take a big step here in year two? They got him some playmakers. What you know? Whatever. And then and then on the on the on the Steelers and and Bill sides, like are the Bills just that good? And or is this Steelers team like actually did Ben Roethlisberger really find the fountain of youth and his shoulder regroup? Right, right. Yeah, the and, whole so
2: I would is. say both those two are way up there for me. I'll tell you one I think I have ahead of it, though, from just a viewing standpoint, like you said. Packers Saints. I want to see Jameis Winston back on the field. Yeah, you do, with, but that's bias. With injured wide receivers. That's bias. Like, we're, your we are State starting games. off on a 30-30 season already. Like, his two biggest wideouts are out for week one. Like, are you kidding me? And he's going to play the Packers? He's going to have to throw the ball a ton. It could be, be high-level entertainment. Alvin Kamara might have, like, 13 receptions. in this game. Right, yeah, he might
0: Break points, Varev. Sorry. A little <laughs> fascinating We're happy with our five picks, gentlemen. Love it. Love it? Let's get it. All right, Kelly, make it happen. Get them in. Don't miss the deadline. We've done all we can do. Enjoy your Friday night with the nightcap. Tim Murray and Sean King next from Circa from VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.